Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Well, my day's already made because Steve's here. Oh, wait, you're on uh, four. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, now there I'm you on, go. Now there I'm you. on number nine. Hey, yep. number nine. Number Hello. Nine. Hello, Steve. Good morning. The timing on what I just talked to Steve Hawk about could yeah, not have been weird. weirder. Why would it happen? not have been weirder. Well, I was just catching up with Steve as I was walking by to get some coffee. And on my way back, I just said hi to him. I wanted to check in. And I asked him what he did this weekend. And, Jay, you know what we have been talking about for the last 30 minutes on the show. Mm, Steve Hawk, what did you do on Sunday? <laughs> Dropped a line in the water. Did you really? How weird is this, Jay? He went fishing on Sunday during a time right now where we are just talking about fishing. Steve, where were you? What did you do? What did you catch? How big was it? What did you use? All that stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. The fishing questions. You know, the fishing questions I know how to ask. I went down with a group of guys, group of friends. We went down to the Tri-Cities and fished the Columbia River for oh. walleye on Sunday. Whoa, really? Yeah. Did you catch any? We did. Yeah, really? we caught a whole mess of them. You don't. You don't use live bait, do you? I, well, as a worm, he was alive. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, worms. Wow. No way. Nope. Old yep. school. Yes. I love exactly. it. Trolling with a worm. And I think we like to call them night crawlers. If you don't mind, you can call them that if you want to. I was Fancy. just trying to keep it simple for your audience. <laughs> How old? <laughs> your your and then by audience you mean Slim? <laughs> your youngest son. Your youngest son is how old? My youngest son is the twelve. Twelve years old. Yep. Man, so he maybe was not just a, a part of this. Okay, Jay, maybe just a little bit outside. I don't know if that's. I don't know twelve where that age falls in terms oh, of the no, interest. No, no, is he, no. Is he is he someone that <laughs> you ever take fishing? Yes. So is that an important father son thing for you? Yeah. How hard is it? Uh, well, you Asking just have for to, me. You just have to go into it like many parenting things with different expectations, the correct expectations. When I go fishing on the Columbia River with my friends, it's not the same as taking my kid out to a loika. Not at all. Right. I don't have the same date. I don't have the same expectations. I don't have the same time frame. Yeah. Well, you actually want to catch fish when you're going with your buddies. Yeah, and you just sit there on the boat and you realize you're fishing. You're not catching. You're fishing. And you may go seven hours and nobody's going to catch a darn thing. And hopefully you can walk away saying, that was fun. Yeah, right. And So you really like your friends. Well, <laughs> I mean, this is good. This is a good thing. This is not a bad thing. This is a good thing. You right. really like it. Yeah, when you're gonna when you're gonna get a boat and and you're gonna be out there all day. Yeah, you want to make sure that you're with a crew that you like. Dude, yeah. how hot was that? It was good night. Well, we we booked this a long time ago, and then Mother Nature said, "How about this for the Tri Cities?" Yeah, do, how about a hundred? Yeah. Do you get in the water at all? Uh, we did not. We splashed water on us. Okay. Yeah, we didn't jump in. There's not like any cannonballs or gangers. No, or, no, it's we hard didn't to do fish while cannonballing. <laughs> no, we were pretty locked into what we were, were trying to do. Okay, and how, to how many fish do you say you catch on a day like this? Uh, For you was, personally, how, what do you come home with? It was somewhat slow. We were there. We we had our lines in the water from six to two, six a.m. to two wow. p.m. Okay. okay, that's a good run. Uh, and we walked away with nine keepers. Sandwiches in the boat. Yep. What do we have? Uh, cold cuts that were purchased at a store like in Albertsons, and we also had a bucket of chicken. Nice. Lots of snack food, lots of water, lots of water, lots of water. Yeah, you can't have enough. You cannot have enough water. Do you have a fishing hat? Because you don't look like you got sunburned. Do you have a floppy? I did. Yeah. I had the bucket hat. I nice. had long sleeves on, Atta lots boy. of sunscreen. Well done. We, not we messing around. Well. So we caught some bass. We caught some We caught some crow. What else did we catch? We crow? Caught, no, crow. I was going to say crappie. We caught no crappie. Oh, man. We caught bass. We caught a uh, little perch. Just threw them all back. Right, yeah. Okay, so Steve. And then the walleye. And we no. kept all the walleye. We okay. had, I mean, they were, I did not catch the biggest one. 
nor did I catch the most. In terms of awesome memories, time. this is obviously you were fishing with your friends. This is cool. This is going to be a good memory. You, like, you guys like doing it. Yep. But now talk to me in terms of memories with your kids. Where does fishing with your kids stack up when you think about the, the hey, when you think about your kids growing up? You look back at, remember when the kids were kids? Yep. Where does fishing stack up? Well, and I think everybody's different. For me, it stacks up there pretty high because I grew up fishing. I spent a lot of time fishing. Yeah. And so I, therefore, to pass it on to my kids. But I think of a parent who doesn't really fish a lot. I don't care. Yeah. But, but that time is cool, right? Like the time on the riverbank or wherever Absolutely. it may be it was a like dock. with your kids. Yeah. yeah. I can remember for all three kids where they were the exact moment like it was yesterday when they caught their first little sunfish off the end of the dock. Yeah. Right. You know, and playing with worms and, and just playing with worms. I'll fish, the kid will play with worms and everything's good. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, those are the things that I remember. Yeah. The and, joy of that, of the, of the fish is crazy. Yeah. Like when they first, I mean, even the first 10 fish that they reel in. Yep. It's our, or that you reel in for them or you pull in or whatever the case might be. The look on their face is great. I, I, ha I have photos of each of them, all three of them of their first fish. Yeah. Okay. See, that's really cool. Steve, let me ask you a, a again, stupid question by a stupid guy. Yep. The <laughs> difficulty on, but someone who's interested, right? This is how you get yeah, in. I'm interested. Right. So I'm asking the questions. The difficulty after you take the picture. The difficulty with what to do after the fish is caught. Where does that, what is that part like? You're talking about for a guy who doesn't really know. I don't know what to do. Yeah. So they've caught the fish. They've done the thing where they're holding their pole and there's a fish dangling on the end of the line. That point on difficulty level is what? I, difficulty of what? Like, what right. to do well, it? I don't think you just, Kill you it just throw the whole, the whole pole back in the water <laughs> and hope the fish gets away or do you? No, you grab some pliers. There it is. Take care of business. Is it is it difficult? Is no. it easy? Easy. If you have the right tools, just like anything else, you have a hemostat or a needle nose pliers or whatever, you can pull that hook out of there easy enough. That's what you're doing. And then, but if you want to, like what we were doing on Sunday was a chartered thing, so we had a guy. Oh yeah. man, look at you guys! Money. That's awesome. And so he took care of everything. That's so cool. I love that. It's almost like going to a gas station in Oregon. It's like, no, I want to put the bait. <laughs> no, I, dude, I can do my worm. I've no, said, I got to do your worm. All right. I've said that a lot about fishing, man. It is a lot like getting gas in Oregon. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is so. But you know what? That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I and mean, it's once in a while, maybe. I think yeah. That's worth paying for every now and then. Yeah, right? and every, that's worth so, paying for every yeah, now and then. Somebody like you were like, what do I do with this fish? Well, you let him do it. He takes the fish off, he'll put it in the live well. And right. like what we were doing, he actually cut the artery mm -hmm. of the fish right after we caught it and let it bleed out. Oh, gross. And then we put it on ice. <laughs> well, we're going to be out there on a boat. It's 110 in the Tri Cities. Jeez, sorry and so for we people gotta, eating their bagels right now. <laughs> we want to make sure, and we're taking this fish. You know, to eat it. Yeah. Uh, and so... And so then he murders it in front of you. Bleed cuts out. Cuts it, bleeding all over the place. The blood out. You got so blood the all over will, yourself. will be better later. Nice, yeah. dude. It's all good. You're poking its eyes and stuff. No, and we all don't the do gross that. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. Cool, man. <laughs> oh, breakfast. Enjoy your Cheerios. Jen. Okay. Steve, thank you, though. I did want to know from somebody yeah. who, who likes fishing, yes. who has raised... Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Come visit your neighbors. We're waiting for you. Your neighbors in Spokane. Kevin James. Spokane. You love it here. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Jay and Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. Hot Topics. All right, Hot Topics round two. I don't know if you uh, 
have seen this on social media yet, but there's a video of Katy Perry getting ready for TV. Have you seen this? No. So she's sitting in a chair, and there's three guys working on her. Okay. And they have Luke Bryan narrating what he's watching. That's hilarious. And This first, is for getting ready for American Idol. For American Idol. And it's like, well, first of all, I wouldn't know how to describe what they're doing to her. There's somebody like pulling. There's somebody pulling on her hair, and what somebody working on her face, and somebody working on her hands, and she's just sitting there in the chair, texting with one hand during it, and it's just Luke is so funny because he has no idea what he's looking at. Odd, it's Luke, and Katie is getting uh, jabbed in the neck. Obviously, she can't stop talking. Well, that's she just keeps getting. She's doing that weird baby doll eye thing, robot, all the while. She's getting some dust put around her eyes. And she's getting pins in her hair, additional hair to the hair. (laughs) And um, now that's aggressive. (laughs) She's getting her... uh, Eyebrows. I don't know what... Now she's getting her fingers massaged. Massaged. And she's... They did a lot of combing and now her hair's up. And now she's staring at herself, doing what they already did, <laughs> and adding some paint color to the front part of her brains. Now she's <laughs> clipping her existing eyelids. Eyelids. And um, now they are cementing her bang line down, and she's done. That is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, if you watch it, there's literally no way you know half of what they're doing, no. even if you kind of have an idea. But no he's idea. so clueless. Dude. She's clipping her eyelids and they're putting some dust on there. Putting some dust on. I love that. of That man. And now that man, they need to take the video of him because guess what? Oh, Luke? my gosh. They do a lot to you as well, bud. Sure, yeah. They do a lot to you as well. You are also going to be on TV. The bright lights are going to hit your face just mm-hmm. like they hit hers. But luckily, uh, he's got a beard covering half his face, so there's not much you can do from the nose down. One thing I appreciate about Luke Bryan, he's really embraced the neck beard. Big time. And I, man, as somebody who doesn't always love to shave, shaving, well, I, I don't mind shaving. I just mind the hassle of cleaning up the shaving. Yep. Yeah, that's, because that's true. I hear a lot from my wife about how I've not done a great job cleaning up sure. shaving yeah, the bathroom. Right. So as somebody who does not love that, I really appreciate Luke Bryan for just embracing the neck beard. Man, he's all in on it. That's yeah. for sure. I don't know the last time I've seen him without it. I don't. I think it's his thing now. I just think he's going to keep it. That's how it works. And and so much so that it's the cover art to his albums, <laughs> right? He d- yeah, doesn't he doesn't even, care. On album, yeah, on album day, they don't even have someone. And, and Luke Bryan doesn't <laughs> shave his own face anymore. They have a. I'm sure he has a shaver who just lives in his house, comes in and he gets the straight edge. But he, you know, he doesn't even need to shave his neck beard for his photo the shoots artwork. for his album art. Yeah, that's funny. I really, really appreciate. I did see, and I know you had it had it in there. I did see the other Luke doing one of the more unbelievable things with Ed Sheeran, and I and and the whole part of teaching Ed Sheeran how to shotgun a beer was cool. Like whatever, he's teaching him how to shotgun a beer. Everyone's got to learn from somebody. Yeah. Ed Sheeran just happened to lose learn from Luke uh, Luke Combs, which is pretty cool. But we we have the video up on the Jane Kevin face or on Instagram on our Jane Kevin Instagram. You can go see the video of Ed Sheeran learning to shotgun a beer from Luke Combs. Right. Luke Combs is exactly what I wanted him to be in this world. And that is 
an elite level. Oh. Luke Combs. Total pro. Luke Combs shotguns a beer in one second. Yeah, it's fast. And I mean, it's gone. It's gone. And Ed Sheeran doesn't even know what to call it at the beginning of it. He says, oh, what are we doing? We're shooting. What are we? Are we shooting right. something? He's like, and Luke Combs like, shotgunning. Like, please stop embarrassing yourself. That's out of his realm. But yeah. Luke Combs, you hope Buddy. you hope that your guys who sing beer songs, yeah, great beer songs, you hope they can shotgun a beer well. And he's got a great finish to it, too. He just, like, he finishes it and he slams it on the ground. Yeah. It's like, you know what? And I'm I, done with you. We did a lot of slow motion replay on this because I'm, I thought, well, he doesn't get all of it. There's right. Gonna, he's going to hit the ground and we're going to see liquid explode out. Yeah. Luke Combs' beer can is empty. I actually don't know how to do it. Totally empty. It's not a, I'm not great at it. I, my wife is a champ. So I'm do you okay. poke a hole in the, in the can itself on the side? Yeah, you poke a hole in the bottom side mm. and then you, that's where the suction, then you pop the top and the suction right. sucks it all down Siphons out, of the, through. Yeah. out of the hole you made and, mm. and now you okay. got it all in your mouth. And you got to be quick. And Luke Combs is so fast. Wow. Like, I would be so disappointed if Luke Combs stunk at it. I would be so disappointed if Hardy stunk at it. They just feel like they should be able to be really good at that. Yeah, if Hardy... If, he's he's the next one for me because Hardy impressed us all by showing off his golf skills at the Gorge. Yeah. Hardy was at, was at Watershed and did the video of driving a golf ball into the into the ravine, and he did the thing where he does, Tiger Woods is it, and he bounces the ball around yes. and smashes In it mid-air. a million yeah. miles. Right. And it's super cool. But, Hardy, that surprised me. The worst would be if you can't shotgun beer. Yeah, that would be terrible. Because Hardy's latest album, what is it, The Crow and the Mockingbird, it is beer songs. Like, Hardy sings beer songs. I mean... He, and he looks like he should be somebody, as a Kentucky boy... He looks like somebody who should be able to just like crush a beer. Like he, if he got beat by Brett Young shotgunning a beer, that'd be he would never recover from that'd that. That'd be sad. Yeah, that's not what I need. Yeah, I don't need that. I need that. to know that Hardy and Luke Combs are representing the country music world in any kind of drinking challenge and winning. <laughs> you know, the pop guys come in, they're like, "We're good at it." I need to send Hardy out and be like, "You're, you think you're good at it, and maybe you are. Maybe you can shotgun a beer in two seconds." Yeah, but I'm Hardy, and this is sub one second. Right, I'm like the Usain Bolt of this. So get out of here! <laughs> Don't you see that? I, like, look at me. They should have a contest. They should have a bracketed tournament of country music singers, and then we can crown a shotgun bearing a beer shotgun champion. Yeah, I mean, and I think they have something similar at Watershed, whether or not it's official or not, every year. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. <laughs> Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh boy, dear. I think she's actually hurt. No, there. I think. Kevin James. They cut my beard and forced me to eat it. The Jay and Kevin show. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. If you miss any part of the show, it's free. The podcast is simple to get. You can download it. You can find us any place you get your podcasts. And don't forget to grab our app while you're there, too. Coyote Country's app is free. It's did pretty you, simple. Did you see the story? I know the Spokesman Review had an article about it. About the new cafe, Repair Cafe at Perry. I don't think so, they, no. Huh? Where they teach you... How to repair things at the cafe? No, for real. So like every like this is how huh. they worded their thing. Everyone has one lamp that shorted out, a chair with a wobbly leg, yeah, a broken favorite toy that begs the questions: throw it away or fix it. And they've got a place, huh? Now that you can learn to repair 
the little things in life. Because, and I love the reasoning. The people who started it were like, we throw too much stuff away. That's cool. We throw, we throw well, too stuff, much stuff that away. can be, yeah, that it could still be has, fixed. Yeah, totally. Because we're like, ah, this is impossible. This is impossible to fix. We can't do this. I'm sure I've done it, and uh, for sure I know I have many times. And so they do events where they will set up like, hey, apparently you bring your stuff in, and it's and you can help have them show you and help you fix it because they've got that talent, the that's, knack. That's great. That I wish I had. So they charge you a couple of bucks or whatever it is, and they can help you? Yeah. All right. I, I have one that I, I want to take there. Like, I actually want to take it. We have a a suitcase, a little carry-on, where the zipper, at the end of the zipper, I don't know if, it, like, some kind of bag, I don't know what my daughter was doing with it, but, like, a plastic bag got wedged into it. Ooh, I got And gotcha. so it's got the two-zipper combo. Yeah. And one of the zippers you can open, but the other one but doesn't move anymore because it's all gunked up with, with the plastic this plastic bag. bag. And yeah. I'm like... This is the kind of thing I would love to take in and say, do you know and could you show me how to remove like a zipper and fix this? Or is that something that is not fixable? Well, zipper unstuck is, that's got to be in high demand. That's got to be one of those things where you go, look, if you can, zippers are a problem. Zippers are a problem. Yeah. Either They're you're great. getting them unstuck or you put a new one in there or well, how to, how that works. Yeah. That's a good call. I like that. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty unique thing. And I, it's something that I- Is I it brand new? I think it's pretty new. I cool. think it's pretty new. It might be brand, yeah, it might be brand, brand new. But I just saw the article about it this weekend, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, the next, so the next repair cafe event will not be until June 8th. So you've got plenty of time okay. to go find stuff and get it ready for Thursday, June 8th. That's smart. And take it in and be like, look, here we go. Right. How, how, how fix it all are you folks? Yeah. How good are you at this? That's and sometimes, funny. as great as it is, because I know you can find YouTube videos on a lot of things. Sure. Sometimes it's nice to see it in person. Well, sometimes you, you even if you see, <laughs> I don't know if this has ever happened to you, probably not because you're pretty handy. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at the video, you watch the video, you watch two or three guys do the video, and you still can't get it done. Yeah. I don't, that's probably never happened to you. Well, no, and it's always, I always say the same thing. I'm like, oh, man, well, if I just had a better, if they just had a different camera this, angle. This, this can tell. Couldn't yeah, that tell. camera angle is brutal. And, like, so I get that that should be probably easy, but I need the underneath angle of that zipper to really lock it in because I guarantee you if I had that angle, I'd be able to fix it. Also, my least favorite YouTube video is the under-explain-it guy. You know, it's like, um, I'm trying to take a headlight out, but it's got a, I can't get to it. So the guy will just say, well, um, you have to take the front panel off, but so, and then he cuts to the where he has already taken it off. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! You yeah. just skipped like five steps there. Yep, like dumb it down for me, bud. That's why I'm watching you. Yeah, I and I mean, I'm talking dumb. Yeah, go, I mean, all caps. You know, it's like, hey, this is what you need. This is the tool you need. You need the the screwdriver that has the little you know hook in it, forty five degree angle screwdriver. Thank you. That's what I need. Not, oh, just take that off and then cut. It's already off. If I knew how to do that, I wouldn't be YouTubing you. Boston John. Hey, I agree with you guys 100%. I have a good friend that is a genius when it comes to fixing anything. But when he tries to explain it to me, it's like the roadrunner. I mean, he just zips through it. And I said, I didn't understand anything you said. And, and, and I always feel dumb because... I'm not that dumb, but I feel dumb. <laughs> Boston John, Boston John, I'm not I feel that dumb. I swear. I feel like Boston John though right. is a sneakily fix-it guy. Yeah, that's what he, I feel like that too. Like I just and, and one more comment on the drinking. 
those guys are 53 years behind me. In Vietnam, I used to win drinks for the night because I could chug a beer by popping the uh, bottom of the beer can and do it in three seconds. Three oh seconds, okay. My three God, and this seconds. is and, v- and Vietnamese beer. Is it easier or harder to, to chug? Ugh. No, no, I never had that. I it was all Bud and Coors. Oh, they okay. would send it. Okay, they so they would send it over. It was yeah. okay. In very yeah. cool. Good old American beer, but yeah, that that's been around for years chucking beers you know and squeezing the can so tell those guys to come and talk to me I'm going to. john before you go before you go you are my survivor guy you are the other person yep. in my life who watches survivor we are getting down to it i think we got six people left if you are a betting man right now john who is your money on to win this season of survivor uh carson Okay, Jay, we got a guy who looks like nerd Matt Bolden on the show. Exactly. He oh, is wow. nerdy Matt Bolden. Every time I see him, I text Matt about it the other the a uh, couple weeks ago. I was like, dude, there's a guy in Survivor who looks like you. And the response was, people still watch Survivor? And I was like, thanks, oh, Matt. Oh, boy. Uh, that was cool. He looks like nerdy Matt Bolden. Huh. And like a little bit small, like a lot of it smaller. Matt's big. Yeah. Former Gonzaga Bulldog Matt Bolden is big, dude. 6'5 and, and broad. One, the other one I like is Carolyn. But I got a feeling Yam Yam will try to get her out. Yeah, and I don't want Yam Yam to win. She's not long for this. She's not long no, for this season. Nobody no. does. No. Uh, Jay, this kid Carson. Thank you, Boston. Jay, buddy. You're the best. Uh, this kid Carson. He watched. He loves Survivor. He's a young kid. I think he's 19, 20 years old. Wow. He loves has loved Survivor so much. He will watch the seasons and re and he'll make the puzzles they do. Like he just makes to, them at home. What the heck? And just does them over and over. So this kid. They'll throw a puzzle his way, and you'll watch his face because he's done it. He's he lights up because he knows how to do it. He just grabs the pieces, and these people are are working on this puzzle. He'll be the last one to start the puzzle. People have been working on it for three, four minutes, and he's done in twenty seconds. That's hilarious. He just is like, "Oh, this piece here." And he rem- not only has he done it, but he remembers how to do it. Totally, that's the other part. They're like, "Oh, he's like, well, I did. I had this set up in my in the, my parents' garage for like three months. I just I memorized it. I could do it with my eyes closed." And all the other contestants were dripping sweat. Their brains are broken. Are like, oh, cool! Can't wait to vote you out, kid. Yeah, right. It's unbelievable. Giving a chance. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Over sideways and under on a magic carpet ride. Take it away. Kevin James. A whole new world. A dazzling place I never knew. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Another chance to do some winning here before we get out of here in the next 15 minutes. So hold on. Final thoughts. We got to get to some thoughts and they are final and Slim kicks them off. Yeah, I've got I've got thoughts for you, Jay, including the fact that I'm thankful about something that I feel like gets a bad rap. Okay. Because people will joke about it and they're like, if you talk about if you talk about swiggly scissors by your phone, it's you're gonna get commercials for swiggly oh, I got scissors. You. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I love that. You like it? I love it. You like swiggly scissors in general or just I, just uh, the fact that I'm getting commercials for the things that I actually like. Because you're interested in it. Yeah. Think I've never quite understood the whole Well, I talked about I really wanted to get new underwear. And so I talked about new underwear. Now my phone is showing me all these commercials for new underwear. Mm. Yeah, dude, because you want new underwear. Yeah, you said you this wanted is them. Great. Yeah. Think think about what you could have. <laughs> Political ads or something. Or other commercials. Like <laughs> 
Why are we mad about our phones showing us the things that we actually wanted? Like, I never am going to get mad when I'm talking about basketball shoes. Yeah. And I open my phone and it's commercials and ads for basketball shoes. I'm, I'm like, wait, wait, I was talking about those and I love them and now my phone's showing me them? Yeah, doy. I, uh, I think they're, they're, I love that. they're being upset is misplaced. It should be the fact if they believe that your phone is listening, not that it's listening to things you like. Yeah. And, and so I love it. Now, the one thing I get bummed out about is if I, the one that I don't like. So I go to a page and I'm looking at new basketball shoes. Let's say it's basketball shoes. Right. And I see a pair that I like, oh, I like those, but I don't end up getting that. Okay. And then that commercial for those shoes that I already said no to, if that keeps showing up. That's true, yeah. I'm like, well, hang on. I already said no to that. I yeah. went there, thought about it, looked at it, didn't check it out. Stop showing me the ones that I just looked at as if I'm going to now suddenly be like, you know what? I changed my mind. Now I need it. <laughs> now. Now, so that's, that, one, that one bothers me, the, re, the, the re-bringing back up things that I've already passed on. But, man, if I talk about bagels on the show and suddenly it's like, here's yeah, great you, places in Spokane to get bagels. Then you're all in. I love that because yeah. it's much better than me seeing high heels. Right. You haven't mentioned high heels yeah. until just right now. Well, they weren't listening to you, so now you have a bunch of meaningless commercials on your on your timeline. Also, I tried, to, I tried to look up squiggly scissors. I don't see them, although I do see 16 types of scissors. I didn't know there were that many, so cool. My daughter got some of those the other day. Which one? Like are the they the ones that make the pattern? Just, yeah. yeah. Squiggly line. Yeah, those oh, are cool. I think, are they time. called squiggly scissors? That's big time. It's like we color just so that we can cut the paper. Oh, but just, look how much Just fancier. so we can cut it. Dad, can we color with markers? Sure. Do you want to skip that step and just get to the scissors? Yes. Yeah, but look how cool the paper looks when looks you do awesome, that. Looks awesome, and it's everywhere. Man, and you have the little squigglies everywhere. Final we got confetti. Yeah, that's true. Did you uh, end up seeing the story with Garth and the uh, phone policy in Vegas? No. So it's a no phone policy. You have to put your phone in a locked bag when you you know scan your ticket. Here's your bag. Here's your your phone bag. You put your phone the phone in a locked bag. And you can't take it out. Now, you can go to a phone zone if you want to, at which point you can unlock the bag, take your phone out, and you're in the phone zone. And then, you know, you, when you go back into the concert area, you have to put your phone back in the in the bag. Do you like it or don't like it? I, li- I do like it. Now, people are going to say, well, yeah, but I want to take pictures. Well, he's got that covered. He gives you a, f- a free QR code that you scan with your phone, and then... All the professional pictures of that night are you can upload for free. Now there aren't pictures of you with Garth in the background or you and your yeah. friend like raising a beer or whatever the case might be. You're not going to get that picture, but you get the the free professional pictures and nobody on their phone. Now on the flip side, I don't mind people with their phones out at a concert. I don't. So it doesn't bother me yeah. a minute. We're no. going to Came Brown this weekend or this week. Everyone's you know people are going to that show, the arena show, and people are going to have their phones out like crazy. Oh, for sure. It doesn't bother. It doesn't bother me. The things that bother me are when someone starts posting things that affect other people. So you go and then they start ripping on something, and it's all because they took a video at the concert with like right. malintentions. Yes. I don't like. That's the stuff I don't like. I, I don't mind. You want to film a song. Yeah, same. It's like you have the video. You maybe never watch it again, but you filmed it for a reason. Who knows? Maybe in 20 years you are going to watch it. Yeah, I don't know why they do that either, but it, whatever. It would be kind of fun, right? I, I go through old pictures from 10 years ago, and there's videos on there, and I watch them now. I yeah. don't watch them 
two weeks from now, right. or even a year from now, but in 10 years, I will. <laughs> right, exactly. And so I, I don't blame people for taking videos and stuff like that. It's a good way to, to remember things. As you get older, it's harder to remember things. Yeah, this for is sure. Isn't that yeah. wild? I never heard so of it. I never get mad about that. But yeah, if someone takes a video of Garth and they try to use it against him in some kind of way, that stuff drives me crazy. Yeah, same here. I, I so And that's, I'm sure, why it happens. That's why people, that's why the acts get fed up with it. And they don't want you throwing phones on the stage and all the other stuff that people are weird about these days. What, which, which artist got a phone thrown at him the other day? Gosh dang it, who was that? Was that... Mm, I don't remember who it was. Somebody chucked a phone at an artist and just missed him. And they're like, well, now I have your phone and we also know who you are and you've lost your phone and you're kicked out of the venue, so congrats. Again, I have a weird, I have a weird one. Because Kathy is texting the thing I think people are thinking. What do you do if there's an emergency and you don't have your phone? Well, you leave. So... Let's say you don't have your phone, though, to see that there's an emergency. To see that, oh, you're talking about if your family so, emergency? Yeah. Well, I guess your ringer is still on. You can put your ringer on. You're holding your bag. So, then so if you, you hear just, your phone ring, you go to the phone zone and unlock and your bag. You can, okay, so that's how you now, do that. Now, if you unlock the bag in the concert venue itself, let's say, heaven forbid, something happened to, you know, whatever. Yeah, your totally. dog, Your dog. Um, and you hear your phone ringing, and you open up the bag. They're going to kick you out of the concert. But if you have a family emergency, you're probably going to have to leave anyway. Yeah, ex that's a really good point. But if your phone's just ringing, then, I mean, I don't know what you do. And you see your friend calling to see what's for dinner tomorrow. I, and I have a question. What did people do in the 90s? Without phones? It's really weird to think about because we're so used to them. And I'm with Kathy. Like, if there's an emergency, I want my cell phone to Absolutely. know. Absolutely. And then it gives me high anxiety that it, okay. I need to just take a take, take, give me five. Uh oh. So I can let the joke pass. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm back. <laughs> so it gives me high anxiety. I understand. And uh, and I like think, what did people do in 1998 in a yeah. Garth concert? We're like, what if an emergency was happening? I know. And I'm at the Garth show. I know. I don't have a cell phone. Yeah. No one could call. They're not just calling Garth on stage. I know. How it, did people? It's so weird I can't to even think, think about. about yeah, it's bizarre. It's like, wait, I have to. I'm not in control of everything. That's weird. It's or so weird to think about. You can get times. an Apple Watch, and then you could actually look on your watch to see if your phone's ringing and see uh, who's calling. Yeah. Uh. So maybe this is all. So do we think secretly Garth is in cahoots with the watch companies, the smartwatch companies? Clearly. Jay